We have returned. What's good, everybody? Welcome to Hashtag Real Talk, Back to Basics. I am your co-host, RJD here. Hello, everyone. This, to my right, which is in front of me, which is to your right, is Mr. Isaac. Say what's up to the people. What's up, people? I hate the way he does his intros, but it's okay. I actually wanted to just say hi. Hi, Isaac. How are you? What's going on, man? What's going on? I feel like man? I haven't spoke to you all week, buddy. Yeah, it's actually been a whole week. Yes. So if you haven't noticed, but I'm sure you have, we've been gone for a week. Why? Uh, you ask, have we been gone for a week? Because I decided to switch jobs. Sorry. <laughs> Shit happens. Got to get this paper, right? But unfortunately, I'm switching jobs again. So but it will, we won't be gone for another week this time, though. I promise. So uh, you say, and uh, uh, if you, in all seriousness, <laughs> I do apologize for being gone for a week. I switched on. Oh, I'm extra bright right now. I was darker before. Um, where was I? Yeah, I do apologize. We were gone for a week. We last recorded last Sunday during the playoffs, and uh, that's my fault. That's my bad. That's on me. Thank you for the extra followers that we have gained, even though we didn't put out no content. Thank you for everybody showing love on the posts. We do have two or three new guests in the works for interviews, so stay tuned for that for February. That's going to be dope. Um, just doing uh, housekeeping announcements here. But I apologize for that once again. I am going to work on that. We will, guarantee, we will be guaranteed to give you your two times a week at least content because we love you. You love us. We know this. And we're going to keep providing that good-ass real talk content for you. So once again, I apologize. Isaac, let me have it. If it makes Anybody feel better? He did stick the middle finger up at me. So, with that being said, <laughs> we back. Playoffs next week. This week is the Pro Bowl. Nobody gives a shit anyway, so we're not going to talk about that. But the playoffs are upon us, and we have the Tampa Bay Bucks and the Kansas City Chiefs. We have probably the best quarterback of all time versus the best quarterback of right now. Now, yep. So this should be very, very awesome. Isaac, who you got? What are you looking forward to about the Super Bowl? And what do you think? Um, well, I'm going, I'm expecting a lot of back and forth going on here between uh uh the Bucks and the Chiefs. Um I'm going for 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 the Chiefs. Uh I feel like there's no like the way these these guys have performed from last year to this year, uh, their performance this year is a uh, little better than last year. Uh, they went four, 14 and two this season, um, which is not bad. Would prefer for them to be undefeated, but that didn't work out. Uh, 14 and two compared to last year, I think they were like, um, damn, what were they last year? Like, were the Chiefs? Yeah. I think they were like 14 and 2 or 13 and 3 last year. Yeah, something like that. Something like that, yeah. Uh, but this year, like they their their performance is a lot better. They have a solid team. And I feel like there's no stopping Patrick Mahomes. Um, I'm pretty sure that they, you know, the Bucks are gonna try to do anything and everything in their power to slow down Patrick Mahomes and the momentum of the Chiefs. Um, but I I also feel that. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are going to find a way to go around that. Um, I'm expecting, like I said, I'm expecting a lot of back and forth here. I don't think any either team is going to be on less points. You know what I'm saying? It's not going to be how it was between the the Rams and and the Patriots when Tom Brady was paying, playing for the Patriots at that Super Bowl. Um, so I'm expecting high numbers, back and forth. Um, and who knows? Chiefs could probably win this by like three points. Uh, I am expecting a shootout. I'm not even gonna lie to you. The only way I see, okay, so I'm expecting my cat is back. If he gets in this camera, I'm going to smack him. The only, oh, he's in the camera. Look at him. The only way that I see the Chiefs losing this game is if it's a low scoring game. If this game is a shootout. Nobody, and I mean nobody, is going to outshoot out the Chiefs. It's just not going to happen. But if it's a low-scoring game, that means Brady and the Bucks have been able to run the ball, which means they have kept the ball out of the Chiefs' hands 
out of Mahomes' hands, which means they have less possessions, which means they have less uh, time with the football. And I think that's how this game is going to go. It's either going to be low scoring, favors the Bucs, high scoring, favors the Chiefs. Me personally, I want to see 45 to 42 uh, Kansas City wins. I want to see a shootout. I want to see the wild, wild west. I want to see all that. I want all the smoke. I do not want to see uh, 17 to 10 or 13, 17. I don't want to see that. But I just want a good game. I think uh, I think the defenses will not show up in this game. I think, uh, I think there's going to be a shootout. I really do. And I favor – I'm not going to lie. I favor the Chiefs because they're the champs and – like Ric Flair said, in order to beat the man, you got to. In order to beat the man, you got to beat the man. And man. right now, the Chiefs are the man, and Mahomes is the man. Brady is Brady, so there's, you know, he's gonna be there. But I do think it's going to be very difficult for them to beat the Chiefs if the Chiefs get rolling because they have a real stacked offense. One of the best offenses is probably we've ever seen. So it's gonna be tough. I want to see a good game. Even my cat likes it. Yeah, I guess I'll let my cat live. I was going to knock him <laughs> off the, the table, but I'll let him live for now. He's not in my way. So that's what I expect. Uh, I favor the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are the, should be the favorites because they're the champs. And in order for Brady to get number seven, he's going to have to fight for it. And I would not be mad if Brady won. You know what? Just to stick it to Belichick, just because everybody was saying, oh, Brady's old. He's this. He's that. He ain't shit. Even though he got six goddamn rings. He's... um. He, he he's not going to be nothing without the Patriot system yet. You give him some weapons, you give him a running back, you give him protection, and oh, behold, he's still Tom Brady. So uh do think I would have loved to see Aaron Rodgers and Mahomes, but maybe next year we'll see what happens. So moving on, more big news. The WWE Network, yes, we are moving on to our wrestling part of the podcast. The WWE Network will now be on NBC streaming service Peacock in a major deal. WWE, and this will be starting March 19th, if I'm not mistaken, March 18th or 19th, if I'm not mistaken. And the Vince McMahon has sold the network. What do you think of this, Isaac? This is crazy news. What do you think is going on here, bro? Um, okay, you're going to have to move, buddy. If you're going to be in the camera, you got to stay still. Thank you. <laughs> Talking to the um, uh, I don't know, man. I it this was a surprise to me. I didn't I didn't think that was ever gonna happen. Um, Vince McMahon selling the network to Peacock. Uh Peacock's is a case service, and I'm pretty sure they don't they it's it's gonna benefit more Peacock than it is uh the WWE. Uh well, it's gonna benefit Vince McMahon, of course, because his pockets just gonna get fatter. Oh, but yeah, uh already fat too. <laughs> um, but for as for like this is gonna benefit Peacock more because it's it's already getting hard for Peacock to get eyes onto their service stream. Uh the, it it's okay, it's not it's not a bad service stream, it's just that not gonna lie, never heard of Peacock before this deal went down. Not even gonna front, didn't uh, even know what that was. Uh, I, I, I heard about this deal. I knew about Peacock for two two years. For a year now. Well, well and, from what I heard, they got 25 million subscribers, bro. That's a uh, lot. I mean, um, I I was one of them, and then I backed out. It's really, I don't know what 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 it is about Peacock that is drawing 20 20. What do you said? 23 million I subscribers. Five, I think 24, 25 million subs they got. Uh, I don't know what it is about Peacock that is drawing that that many amount of subscribers because it's really not that interesting. Uh, I find HBO HBO Max more interesting, but anyway, that's a different conversation HBO, for a different time. <laughs> huh? It's HBO, bro. Of course. Yeah, and I, they just added the the Wayne's brothers, so you know I've been having fun with that. Um, so, like I said, it's gonna benefit Peacock more because they're now they're gonna try to draw in more of the wrestling fans. Um, I've heard rumors, and I'm not sure how true it is, but I heard rumors that. Uh, it's going to be hard to watch the pay-per-view wrestlings um, with Peacock now. So I would I um, because I think just like how it is, like if you have uh, 
you you have AEW with like uh, Fight TV. You still got to pay for the pay per view, even though you're like a subscriber of Fight. You still got to pay for the pay per view. So I think Peacock might actually charge for the pay per view the amount that it's supposed to be. Like if you're buying it on on the like fifty dollars, uh, fifty or sixty. I think it's sixty dollars now for. And that means I will only be watching like five pay per views per year. Like the fast lanes, the great balls of fire, the fucking um, uh, uh what else? There's another one. There's always the, the, the TLCs, those beeline pay per views. I ain't watching those. It'll be Money in the Bank, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, uh, probably Survivor Series and the Royal Rumble. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, That's like I said, it. it's it's a rumor. I don't know. We just have to wait and see what happens when the time comes. So. Um, I don't know, man. I mean, I don't, I don't have Peacock, so I, I really well, don't know what to. To me, I think this benefits WWE. They went from one million subscribers to potentially twenty-five million or twenty-four million, however many twenty-plus million, because Peacock has that many subscribers. They have potential to get back some casual fans, which they lost. Um, the product is still shit. Uh, SmackDown is okay. NXT is great, but Monday Night Raw is horrible. So I don't know if that's gonna work. I do. Um, think- I, I do. I'm sorry to cut you off. Ahead, but I, I, I I do have a question in my head. Um, well, not a question, but it's more like a thought. Um, I feel like this is like Vince McMahon's way of trying to keep uh Raw NXT on USA, even though they might have to still change days because NBC Sports Network is the one. That is uh working with I guess USA for, for the hockey uh okay. programs. So um I think this is his way of uh getting in with NBC, you know, getting in bed with NBC and then try to keep his uh products on USA at the same time. Because if you if 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 NBC has some type of, of deal with like WWE, then WWE will be part of that network, the sports network, and he, he would just pretty much just keep, you know, Raw and NXT um, in the same net on USA. Just might they still might have to change days because the the hockey games like will be like on Monday and then Wednesday and stuff like that. So they might have to either change the time or they change the days. That's pretty much it. Um, so yeah, I think that's what it is. It's just Vince McMahon's way of getting in bed with NBC to keep his two products on the USA Network. Well, I look at it like this. I think it's, like I said, it's a good move for WWE because it's going to give them more eyes on their product during WrestleMania season so they could potentially get some of those fans back. That's good. That's good for them, number one. Number two, I don't know how this, like, you said this pay-per-view structure is going to go or the ins and outs of the network now is how is it going to work on Peacock? I don't know. We will see. Time will tell. But I do think that this is very bene- This is very much beneficial for WWE in all facets. This is a great deal for them. Don't know if it's a great deal for NBC or uh, USA. Uh, NBC yet. We'll, we'll see. But I don't know if it's a good deal for them yet. Uh what I do expect to happen is I definitely do expect them to stay on USA. They have a contract. It's nowhere near up yet. So with that being said, they're going to be on USA because they have a fat ass $500 million contract. So they ain't going nowhere. But if it, if it moved, uh, well, Monday Night Raw move days, I highly doubt that because then it wouldn't be Monday Night Raw. It'll be something else. So I don't think they'll be moving days. Uh, as for NXT, I pray that they take that shit off of TV, put it back on the network, do something. But to put it on the network behind Peacock, probably not going to happen. So NXT is probably going to stay on USA on Wednesdays or move days. I think that has better potential to move days, which it should. Because if NXT moved days, it would get a million views if an AEW would get a million views. Because wrestling fans that like AEW like NXT. They're very much similar products. Raw and SmackDown are two totally different things than NXT and uh, NXT and AEW. So I think they should move eight, uh, NXT off of Wednesdays if they can through this deal 
who knows? We'll have to see. We don't know all the particulars involved just yet. We will soon, but I am really anxious to see how this plays out because, you know, Vince doesn't, Vince, say what you want about him as a promoter. He's a phenomenal businessman and he knows business. He knows how to get deals done. This is a great deal for his company and he wouldn't have done it if it wasn't beneficial to him. I have come to terms with the fact that WWE is now a product that is not what it used to be, and this is what it's going to be going forward. It's a family-friendly product now. Uh, There is a little bit of edge, but now if you're going to put this thing with network TV money behind it, I'm not talking about like cable network. I'm talking about NBC network money. That's total. I mean, NBC pretty much owns everything anyway, but... If you're going to put that kind of money behind something, just like you put Fox money behind something, you're going to make sure that product is spot on to what they want it to be. And if they want it to be kid-friendly, fan-friendly, to get some of the casuals back, and they're going to get rid of, you know, they're only going to have a touch of edginess here, a touch of edginess there, then that's what it's going to be. It ain't never going back to the way it was. And... I don't think it's going to evolve either. I think it's just going to kind of hover about where it is now, unfortunately. And that's fine with me. I still got NXT and I still got AEW. And SmackDown is okay. And then we have that one time a year where WWE does something right. Last year, it was Becky Lynch. No, sorry. 2019, it was Becky Lynch. Last year, who was it last year? They got something right last year. I don't remember what it was. Roman Reigns. Last year, it was Roman Reigns. The year before, it was Becky Lynch. The year before, I forgot. And then the year before, it was some Daniel Bryan. Like, they get one thing. We get one thing per year that WWE gives us that is great. Other than that, everything is trash, pretty much. So, I'm come to terms with that. It is what it is. The product is what it is. It's fine with me. I'm happy with it. I've come to terms. This is a great deal for them, though. So, uh, I wish that WWE stays on TV when I have grandkids and I could talk about back in my day, we did this uh, and uh, break my kneecap while I break my back, giving my grandchild the Stone Cold Stunner. Hope they never go out of business. I hope AEW is competition forever so I can tell them about Kenny Omega when I'm 85 years old. So I like this. Keep making deals. Good for WWE. Now, AEW is, we got AEW for the next three, three, four years, and we got WWE making moves. Fine with me, but get NXT off of USA or move the day. Only thing I have to say, but good deal, though. Good shit. As my phone decides to not want to work. So, we have a live action Harry Potter TV series coming to HBO Max. Shout out to HBO Max because they're making moves out here. They're putting great content on their goddamn app. I love it. I was not a fan in the beginning. I am eating my words. Shout out to HBO (laughs) Max. As for Harry Potter, I was not a fan of that either until about 2013. I got into it. Now I can't get enough of it. I love that world. I love Fantastic Beasts. I love Harry Potter. I love all that shit. So with all that being said, I think this is going to be dope. I want to see this. I don't know what the story is. I'm sure you will tell me if there is one. But I think that uh, a live-action Harry Potter TV series, if it's anything like the world of Harry Potter, meaning, uh, you know, Harry Potter, meaning Fantastic Beasts, if it's anything like that, I want to see more of that world. That world is interesting to me. I like that fantasy world. Uh, I really like Fantastic Beasts. I hope they come out with a third movie. But I just like Harry Potter. And if they could, you know, you have a 10-episode season, two episodes of trash. If the rest of the, there's always two filler episodes, which are trash. But if you could give us a solid season with a solid story that's building to something and, you know, we keep building season by season, I'm all for it. Yeah, I agree. Um, I wasn't a fan of Harry Potter. I still haven't seen any of the movies. I've been trying to watch it, uh, but it's good stuff. Know, man. The, 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 I was going to watch it on HBO Max because it was on HBO Max, but apparently it's not on there. Supposedly, I don't know. 
supposedly uh disney got the rights to harry potter now so i don't know how true that really is because if that's the case then hbo max wouldn't be doing the harry potter tv series but anyway uh, hbo max <laughs> yeah exactly so um so i was gonna watch it and then it's not on there so i'm like what the hell so i tried to use something and it wasn't working correctly. So I haven't been able to watch any of the Harry Potter movies. And I want to, you know, actually give it a chance and sit down and really try to watch it um, and give it a chance. Because one of my friends from my old job, uh, she's a big Harry Potter fan. And, you know, and I told her, I said, I've never seen any of the movies. So she had like this really like she gave me like this one of those disappointing look emojis. So I was like, I, 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 I. since you're my homie, you're my homegirl. I'm going to give it a shot. I'm going to give it a chance. I'm going to watch it. So I've been trying to watch the shit, and I can't watch it. I might have to probably buy the movie at this point. Um, so when I do get a chance, I'm going to actually sit down and really watch the Harry Potter movie because I really want to give it a chance. As for the TV series, um, it, it, it could go either two ways. It could go, um, It could go the continuation of the movie as him being older, and a father has his own kids and stuff like that because I know for a fact, and I saw a clip of it of uh, Harry Potter and you know his friends, they were you know already grown up, they were adults, and then they had their own kids, and they watched them go off in, into the same schools that they to the same school that they went to. Um, so I feel like if, if they're gonna do a Harry Potter TV series, it could either be a continuation of that or <clears throat> It's like um, it's like I don't want to say like a reboot, but it's just like just just them going back to when Harry Potter's a kid. That's the only two ways I can see it going, unless there's another Harry Potter that nobody knows about. Uh, but that's the only way that I I could see it going. I can't I don't see it going any other way. They, they either they either gonna go back and retell the story, but in on in a TV series, or they're just gonna have to do the continuation as him as an adult. I think I think I like that better than a reboot. Listen, go to Naruto route. You know, Naruto did his thing. Now he's the Hokage, and now his son has his own story. Ain't nothing wrong with that. And then you can have cameos of him pop Harry popping in and out of the show. Maybe not a continuous character, but you can have those characters pop in, pop out. Maybe once or twice a season. You know, let the kids find themselves and handle their challenges without the adults and let them be the heroes. That's this that's how it should be. Like continue it and write a good story. As long as it's a good story cuz you can't write about the chosen one, we already did that. So now, you know, now you got to have a whole a whole nother story. Excuse me, and that's fine. That's what they should do. But shout out to HBO Max, man. They are killing the game right now. They are, bro. Like I, I already told you, they they just added in the Wayne's brother, and I was waiting for that, bro. Waiting for them. Bro, I gotta go to back and watch some of those Wayne's brothers shows. I haven't seen that in years. Watching the Wayne's brothers, and you know, going back to simpler times where everything was just so simple, and you know, not everybody was offended for every joke told on TV. But you know, I been watch. I already. I think I'm already on to season two now. And I was excited, bro. Like, I was happy. I was like, yes, you know, fuck it. They got, they finally got the Wayne Brothers because HBO is actually owned by Warner Brothers, which is Warner Media and all of that stuff. And I also, like four companies that own everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, they, they pretty much like own, ev- like, almost, they're like Disney trying to own everything. Yeah, um, four companies, bro, that own everything. So, also, I also came to find out that Warner Media also owns TNT, which does means they also own AEW. So it's 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 like crazy on how everything just works out when you start researching and reading about Warner Media and and like exactly what they got their hands on. But um, I, I was I was waiting for it, bro. I was waiting for them to act that show on there because you know CW was Warner Brothers and and every show back then before it got turned into cw um was part of warner brothers so i was waiting for them to start adding in wayne's brothers because wayne's brothers was part of warner brothers so 
So I was waiting for them to add that. I'm still waiting for them to add more stuff that that's under the Warner Media brand. You know what I'm saying? So probably taking uh, it with it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But I know it's gonna come. I'm ecstatic. I'm 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 waiting to see more. But while I'm waiting, I'm gonna be sitting and enjoying the Wayne's Brothers because that watching that that first season and certain episodes kind of brought me back. All right. I definitely will be checking that out for sure. Like I said, I haven't seen Wayne's Brothers in forever. So it'd be good to go back and laugh and check some of that stuff out. So I'll definitely be on that. Uh, So El Presidente is making some moves. So Biden put a pause on the 100-day deportation, and it gets blocked by a Texas judge. So tell me about this. So... <clears throat> We we all know that the hundred day deep, uh, deportation for immigrants was was signed under the Trump administration, and when Biden went and signed off on it, somebody I forgot the person's name, but somebody in Texas uh, sued the Biden administration, and actually the judge ruled in his in that guy's favor, and kind of put a block on it, and that that's that's kind of like. Uh, that that's like it's that's fucked up. That that's exactly what it is because Biden is trying to change the immigration reform, you know, reform, and he's trying to do better with it, but he can't do anything if there's gonna be jackasses like like this person want to put a stop to it. Like he wants he 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 did I, I read it on, on the news article that he wants to also um bring you know put back uh, the families together again. He wants, I think he really, I think he might, even though he hasn't said it, I think he might actually want to get rid of those, those uh, cages. And, um, and he wants to put the families back together. He's even trying to get a hundred immigrants as, as residents um, in, in America. And so that way they could have a chance of becoming U S citizens in the United States. So he's really trying to change the immigration reform. But if you got people that think negatively and don't see the good of it, it's not, there's not, there's not going to be no change. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's fucked up in, in a lot of ways. And it's pissing me off because, um, you know, there's people out there that, that want that they leave their country to come to here, to have a better chance at life. But then you have, you know, people that have so much hate in their heart that they don't want that. And, you know, we went through, we've, we've seen it the whole four years, the past four years, and how, you know, they should go back to their country because they're taking all our jobs. So you want to sit there and you want to pick vegetables for the rest of your life. That's what you're trying to tell me. Because those are the type of jobs that these people, they'll come and they'll take. They don't care. Because that that that's that's their living. That's that's putting food on their table, clothes on their back, and their family, putting a roof over their heads. I don't see you jumping at the chance to say, "Hey, let's go," you know, work for this guy and crop corn. Like, come on, bro, really? Well, it's a couple of things to unpack here. So, people, uh, people's families getting split up at the border. Very very sad stuff. I'm sure there's a lot of things going down at the borders of families getting split up and all this other crap that uh that's sad shit uh, people can't find their families not knowing where the kids are that's sad shit that's very unfortunate and that i i don't condone ever the second thing i want to talk about is biden is trying to reform this but and make people citizens but why is he trying to reform this you see people don't do something for nothing so that's another component to this. Um, there's a lot of people that are coming in that are looking at these administrations differently. They're looking at Democrats differently. They're looking at Republicans differently. And it seems to me like the, Repub the Democrats uh, are panicking because people in my generation are not necessarily voting Democrat blindly like my mother's generation. So they might need another group of people to get them to be loyal to that, to that particular party. 
and the immigrants coming in, if we could change their, uh, if we could change their status, because there's a lot of Im immigrants coming in, a lot of immigrants coming in, a lot of immigrants coming in, and if we could get them here and we could change their status and we could take credit for that, then they'll be loyal to us. And then in the next election, in four years, those, that people, that population is going to keep growing and then they'll be loyal to us and they'll vote for us. Because a lot of people that are in my age range, uh, yours too, we're only three years apart. So I want to say 18 to 40, maybe 18 to 35. Uh, that age range, they're not just blindly voting for Democrats. They're looking actually into what are what are these parties doing for me? I'm a black guy. Black people my age, or what is what is this party doing for me? What are the Republicans doing for me? You're a Puerto Rican guy. What is this party doing for me? What is this party doing for me? They're not just sitting here saying, oh, Democrat for no reason, Democrat for no reason. So I think Democrats have um, a bigger strategy here at play. They're playing the long game. And listen, I'm all for if you're going to reform uh, this stuff and help th this policy and help people get involved with their families again. I'm all for it because, like I said, people can split up shit, at, at the border trying to get here. It's crazy. And that leads me into my next point. Like, we're all immigrants. We None of us were born here. If your ass ain't Native American, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yes, and your, descend your descendants aren't from here. They're from somewhere else. And then, you know, we're all, everybody's mixed with something else. You know, it's just, it is what it is. And a lot of us can't even go back, like, eight generations. You know, so it's like, it's tough. And that's what America was built on. Like, come here for a new life. Like, we accept everybody. We are a melting pot. Every We, we come here to be free, the land of the free, hard of, uh, you know what I'm saying? And the home of the brave is in the Pledge of Allegiance. So for that's why people come to America. And the people that come here and they from the dirt, I mean, they from the mud, they have the minds, the, the mindset and the work ethic you people don't know struggle until they come from where those where those people have come from from the dirt from the mud like some of those people that's why they come here and they thrive in the society because they come from these third world countries and they go in when they get an opportunity regardless of what it is they get an opportunity they'll start in the in the in the kitchen and work their way up save for 10, 15, 20 years, and then they'll be 40, 45 and create their own business because they and they started from the mud, but they saved up every penny and they ate ramen noodles for 20 years. Like this is the type of mindset that these people have. They come over here looking for a, a better life. Uh, mothers come over here and they, they want their kids to be born here because if you're born here, you're automatically a citizen. And they're like, shit, as long as they're born here, they're good. They'll be fine. So that's what America is like that is the symbol of america we are the home of the free you can make it here from nothing and you can make yourself into something so um that mindset i love because those people know hard work and dedication and if you talk to any anybody who was my age and their parents came here and immig immigrated here they will tell you from Jamaicans to Puerto Ricans to Africans to Dominicans to um, Indians, especially to uh, Asians, when they immigrate here and they come here, they go ham. And because and anybody who's in my age range, their parents that had to build something from the ground up, go talk to them, their parents, and see how hard they work. Like they call us soft. Like my generation, they call us soft because we don't know hard work. We're entitled. I've heard this from, from their mouths. And there's a lot of truth to that. So I'm just thinking, I know I went off on a little five-minute tangent, but I'm just thinking of the multiple layers of why Biden would be doing something like this. Um, it's not just about what's on the surface. You know, we got to think about the long game for the Democratic Party. And what, they, what are they trying to achieve? So um, I'm all for it. I'm all for people getting reunited with their families. So we'll see. We'll see how this transpires. But it's, it's going to be very interesting four years to see what happens.
Okay, so that's my cue to move on. So, uh, <laughs> so I'm sorry. I'm normally I'm very good with the switching of the topic. I'm not on my game today. So, unfortunately, we had. Uh, oh man, there's a bunch of death at the end of the show. Jesus Christ. So, I guess we'll just read them out and then we'll go through it. So, uh, remembering a basketball legend and his daughter, uh, shout out to Kobe. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cicely Tyson died at the age of 94, and it's crazy. I just saw her in a movie recently, uh, which is freaking bananas. 94, Jesus Christ. And uh, Cloris Leachman died yeah. at 96. So, I guess we could talk about the Mamba first. Uh, rest in peace to all these people. We'll talk about the Mamba first, and then we'll go down the list. Uh, what can we say about the Mamba, Isaac? <laughs> he, he He's a legend, man. He was a legend that was taken too soon, and so was his daughter. Um, following his in her daddy's footsteps, wanting to be a basketball player and was hoping to join the women's NBA. I think there was actual team that she was really interested in joining. And, um, you know, to see to see two lives taken, you know, so short and away from, you know, family that, you know, left behind, it was crazy. And, you know, reading that, that report from last year, cause it happened last year, hearing about it was just like shocking. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I was never uh, a Lakers fan. I was never a Kobe fan. Um, kind of like how I'm not a Tom Brady fan, but you know, you got to give credit where credit is due. Um, and you know, just like, you know, all these other great players in different sports, Kobe was definitely one of them up there on that top list. And, uh, you know, when he came in at such a young age and he, he really, you know, he did his thing as well, you know, changing the, the, the game and, you know, him teaming up with Shaq was like the greatest thing in basketball history. And, um, you know, until Shaq left, but if that that was a shocker you know what i'm saying like i i was you know nobody wanted to believe it when when i you know heard the news i was like no fucking way kobe and you know when they when i saw it on the news i was like damn this shit is real like this is the real thing because you know sometimes they be doing those um celebrity death hoax out there and you know you really got to go out there and really do your research before you start believing it and you know i was looking it up but i didn't really see anything at first but when i saw it on the news i was like what in a in a i think he died in in a helicopter crash yeah um and then they were going through names and his daughter pops up and i was like oh you gotta be fucking kidding me bro like him and his daughter at the same time though those were lives that were just cut way too short like i said Kobe was a legend that was gone too soon. His daughter would have definitely been up there in in her daddy's rankings, following her daddy's footsteps. And I would have loved to see, uh, you know how how she would have done in, when she got into the women's NBA. But now we would never get that opportunity. And you know, again, my condolences goes to the family, the uh, Bryant family, because I know it's already about to be. It was already a year. And I know the the you know Mrs. Brian and and their two daughters, bro. And here's the funny story, right? Because I was talking about how his daughter was following uh, fo- following in her daddy's footsteps. She took that role because Kobe wanted a son to pass down that that athleticism, you know, yeah. to that that basketball. And she looked at. I heard the story that she looked at Kobe and was like, "You don't need a son, you got me." And she took that role. She took real. She took that responsibility to follow her father's footsteps. Um, getting a little choked up because it's so sad to hear, but you know, it's, it's it was they were just, their lives were just taken too soon. You know what I'm saying? And I, I can't imagine what they're gonna go through. You know, what they what they what they went through after the year. Um, of their passing, it's just crazy. 
Yeah, is there's very few celebrities that pass away, and I'm kind of like, I feel something because you know, um, not to be a fucking harsh asshole, uh, but you know, people pass away all the time. It's just a part of life, so it's just like, oh, damn, that sucks. But it's like only a there's about a handful of deaths that it's like, oh shit, that it's like I've really sat there and thought about it all day, and I was just like this. This is possible. This ain't right. This can't be right. I don't believe it. And I was a Kobe fan. Like, I'm a basketball fan. I'm a sports fan. Uh, I was a Kobe fan. And I was just like, I didn't like the Lakers, but I like Kobe and Shaq. uh, Just because Shaq was a dominant force of nature and Kobe was Kobe. And uh, people will remember exactly where they were, exactly what time they heard about Kobe passing away and it was so sad because it was a routine thing that they always did. They always took that helicopter if you read the reports. They always took that helicopter to uh, all the time. He used to take it to come to games when he didn't want to ride in that LA traffic. He used to take the helicopter to the games. He used to take the helicopter to his daughter's games and let's not forget there were other people on that flight one pit, one one family lost the whole family. Mm-hmm. Like the mom, the dad, the daughter, like they all gone. You know what I'm saying? So somebody, somebody's family was wiped out. You know what I'm saying? Like the entire family. Nine people lost their lives. And Kobe was only 42. And he, I mean, shit, my mom is 56. Like, Kobe, my, you know what I'm saying? Like 42 is nothing. And that's the young as hell. And he was a beast. He was about to make moves in the tech industry. He was about to be a beast in the tech industry, like he was a, in business, and like he was a beast on the basketball court. And he was bringing that same mentality to business, and no doubt he would have been successful. And the f- the fact that he is just gone, at, like we would never know the. He did more in 42 years than most people do in a lifetime. Like he did, he did more in his time in just the NBA than most people do in their entire life. In his what 19, 20 years in the league. I think he came in at 18. So what 20 years in the league, something like that. So it's like we don't know uh why these things happen. You know, his daughter was what? What was she even a teenager yet? I don't even do it. You know what I'm saying? She was young as hell. Had a whole life ahead of her. And now that family, they, you know, they got it was the it's his wife, and I think he had one other daughter, right? Um, it was his wife and and daughter, uh, including uh the young including the one that um also passed away. Uh he had he actually had three daughters. So yeah, he, he has two, so now his wife has to pick up the pieces. Mm-hmm. And these two young ladies have to grow up with other dad. Like, we we forget about all the other people affected by this tragedy. And, you know, Kobe just being the most notable name among the nine people that passed away. Mm-hmm. But it, it's a sad, like... Shit like this, your mind just can't wrap your wrap your head around. It's just one of those things where you just can't explain it. It's just very sad. And it's like the way he passed away on top of the fact of his passed away with his daughter, on top of the fact of other people passed away, just in the manner that it happened. It, it was just like sad as hell. It's not like, you know, he was on his deathbed. He was 95 years old and he passed away from natural causes. It's it's easier to swallow. It's like, you know, he lived a full life. He put on a lot of people. He helped a lot. It's like this man was 42 in the prime of his life. Not in the prime of basketball. He was in the prime of his life because he had a whole nother life he was about to get into. 42 is not old people. Especially not for a man of greatness. Uh, cause uh average man at 42, that's when you're hitting your stride. Like after 35, you like 
start to pick it up. You start to get it. Once you get 40, woo, that's like your peak earning potentials. So who knows what deals he was about to make? Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I just say all that to say is it's, it's some sad shit. There's only a few celebrities that passed away that I really was like, damn, I have to sit down and really like be like get my head around it because it just made me sad as hell. And yeah, we'll always think about this and be sad because people want to be great just like Kobe was great. I looked at Kobe and I wanted to be great like Kobe. Uh, I love watching greatness and it sucks. But rest in peace to him. Come on, you got to get the fuck out the way, cat. Thank you. Rest in peace to him and condolences to his family. And we'll see what happens going forward. Uh, and I just hope that family could pick up the pieces and make it through because death is not easy for anyone. And yeah. Unfortunately, uh, Cicely Tyson and Cloris Letterman both passed away too, but they were 94 and 96 respectively. They live now. Listen, I, I don't want anybody to die. I wish anybody, everybody lives a full yeah. life. But the fact that, you know, especially Cicely Tyson, 94, she was still acting. And like I said, I saw her in the movie recently, which means she probably did it last year. And I don't know what she passed away from. I don't know what. Uh, Cloris Leachman passed away from, but they lived full lives and they were damn near a hundred. They lived through like three, four world wars and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's crazy, man. Uh, what do you, what do you got on these two passing away? Unfortunately. Um, you know, I never really, uh, like got a chance to really see Sicily, but I, I did see her in, quite a few Tyler Perry movies and you know she was like a very phenomenal actress and how to get away with murder I believe as well yeah and um you know she's she's a uh believer of God she you know quick Christian faith and you know I was like I didn't even know that she she had passed uh I I was on Instagram and I followed uh, Tyler Perry, and I saw that he posted up a picture of him and her together, you know, laughing and, and joking or whatever. I think it was at a, at a an awards event, and you know, he 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 said like he said he he wrote it out in the description, and like how he got the phone call from I'm I'm a, you know from Oprah that you know she had passed. So I'm thinking it's like, well, maybe she passed last year and they, nobody said anything. But no, it was like this year. And I was like, what? Like, that's crazy. And, you know, for her to to to, to still act, to still um, do what she does that, that she loves. And for her to tell Tyler Perry, because he, he said it in, in that description that she was like, I'm still, I'm still here um I, I know it i know it has something to do with god but she was like that she she still god still has her here until she's finished doing what he wants her to do and when tyler you know when after that tyler perry said well i guess you know now now you're done with the lord's work and you know that's why she went home <clears throat> and i was like it, it's, a, it's such a shocker and and um Cloris uh, Leachman like I I've seen her a lot. I think she was on Malcolm in the Middle. She's done like many appearances. She was on the Mary Tyler Moore show. She she was on this show that I used to watch religiously until it got canceled I think like after four seasons. It was called Raising Hope. Mm. And that show was hilarious, bro. Like I I I can never stop laughing at the stupidity that that these people put themselves through and and the story was just crazy. And she played like the see now, old, you know, see now grandmother, and like the stuff that she put these people through was just hilarious. Yeah, and she was funny, and um, like I said, I've seen her, you know, do different things, and you know, to hear that she also passed. And I'm also starting to see a pattern here because she she died at what 96, and Cicely died at 94, right? Mm -hmm. Now, if you go back to last month, I mean, when you go back a little further down, um, Larry King died 
um, and he was only a couple of years either younger or older than Hank Aaron. So I was, I was like, I was seeing a pattern here. I was like, so, so you know, if one person dies like at nine, let's say at like eighty-five, is there another person that's gonna die that's like two, three years older than that person? You know what I'm saying? Like I was, I was, I was starting to see a pattern. Very eerie. Absolutely. Yeah, it is very eerie. But um, it's it's sad. You know, these these ladies were great at what they do, and they love acting. And it's gonna be, um, it's 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 gonna be hard but you know it was their time they they lived their 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 lives and i know they probably did everything that they didn't regret and all we can do is just keep remembering them and you know we talked about this you know a couple of weeks ago when you know larry king and hank aaron died we're always going to remember them because now we got youtube if there's something that you want to see of them you just type in their names and i'm pretty sure you're going to get old clips of them doing something very true. It, it, yeah, man. It's like people like that, they that live those lives, they have a lot of knowledge. They have a lot of just things that they can pass down, which are timeless. Like you can experience and knowledge. And that's more important than a lot of things because when you have the knowledge and the information that you can pull from, I like to call them the OGs. When you could pull from the OGs, the knowledge and the wisdom, and you could apply it to 2021. So, yeah, some things have changed. That's, you know, change is infinite. It's always going to be change. Everything's going to change. But there's certain fundamental things that you can get from people that are that old, especially people that have their, their wits and their faculties. Because, you know, how many, I, I work with people that, have dementia and that and they're in their 40s or 50s or 60s and for people that have uh that start to lose their memory and then they start to lose things and the faculty start going it's it's, it's a sad it's sad it's a sad thing to see people deteriorate like that but like these people were acting and they were still up 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 and around and involved especially sicily they had long careers and who knows all the things that they've been through that they have shared over the years who knows how many generations of family that they have who knows how many things that they've seen that they've lived through i mean it's just bro I mean, speaking of change man like you know you know what it's like to be born in the 20s and then you're seeing like so many changes the changes in cars the changes in and housing developments, the changes in, in in TV, you know, the changes from people going from radio to TV because you know TV wasn't around, you know, for years, and people would listen to shows on TV, and to see that change from radio to like seeing people do shows on live, on on a on a screen, like to seeing those changes, movie theaters changing, like everything was changing. For as long as they existed, you know what I'm saying? To see like cars turning into hybrids to now, you know, doing FaceTime phone calls on a phone. You know what I'm saying? Like who would have thought that, you you know, you that they would live around that long to see so many changes in, in happening in, in front of their eyes? You know what I'm saying? Like they lived a long life and they've seen a lot of different things. A lot of different things. My great grandmother, um, she she lived to be like ninety something years old. Nobody really knows because nobody could ever find her birth certificate because she was born in Puerto Rico. Um, but you know she she lived uh, well into her nineties. She passed away in like two thousand one. She passed away, and. You know, you know, for her to see from from the year that she was born to like seeing all the the changes from that time, they we could assume that she was born somewhere in the late eighteen hundreds. You know what I'm saying? Like she she got to see all changes from that time to from the time that she passed. Even though she didn't she didn't get to see any more changes, like you know, with the phones and stuff like that. It, it's it's just crazy that I and I hope that I could live just as long to see 
you know, more changes happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, look how we are now. You know what I'm saying? I'm here at home. I got my 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 webcam. We're doing a a a, a talk show through a computer, through the camera. You know what I'm saying? Who would have thought that this would happen? You know, at that time when they were born to the time we're in now. Yeah, I mean, nobody, you couldn't have thought about this in 2001. Mm -hmm. I mean, <laughs> like doing Zoom calls and you can actually look at each other. So, I mean, that was just 20 short years ago. So, maybe in 2010, but maybe not even in 2001, you could think about this. But, yeah, man, things have changed. They saw a lot. They, they've been through a lot. Like I said, World Wars, Great Depression, all that shit. They've been through all of it. And it's very interesting to just see the life that people have lived that are that old because like i said i hope to get that old one day and it's you know uh my condolences to their families to everybody who passed this week and last and the last time we did a podcast it's definitely you know it's rough you know death is a part of life unfortunately and nobody uh, nobody wishes for anybody to pass away i take life real serious you only get one. This is not Call of Duty. You cannot respawn somewhere nope. else. Uh, so or for any game, for that matter. Words. So, you know, we just say rest in peace to those we lost, and hopefully their families could find some sort of peace and make it through this this turbulent time for them. Uh, that's all I can say on that. Uh, to end this off on a lighter note, G four is making a comeback. What? Yes, sir. G4, G4 TV is coming back. The network, G4, that I, we, we've all pretty much watched G4. Like, that, that was like where we would just sit in June and we would watch the, um, the you know, E3 and stuff like that. Now G4 is coming back and they're coming back and then bringing back the shows that was with it. Uh, I think it's a, a tack of play and, and, um, damn, I forgot the other show, but they're bringing back the shows also that was part of the G4 network. I'm happy, I'm ecstatic. I can't wait because now I get to watch them talk about games or you know, gaming consoles and games that are going to be released and what we're going to be looking forward to in the future, you know, when years to come, you know, having them share their advice. Matter of fact, this guy, um. From the Talking Dead, that's how he started off his career. Oh, really? you know, yeah, he started off in G4. I forgot what show he was on, but that's where he got his break. Olivia Munn, that's where she got her break. She was part of that G4 network, and she was part of uh, of a show as well. So, like, Chris Hardwick, that's his name. Chris Hardwick, that's where he came from. He came from G4. And Olivia Munn, you know, she 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 went from, from G4 to now she's being an actress, even though she hasn't really done much work lately. But, you know, they, they all started from somewhere. And that's, you know, G4 is where they started. And I can't wait, man. I'm actually excited. I, you know, I hope it's the same as it was, you know, years ago when, when it was out on TV. Um, I'm just excited. I can't wait because, you know, I'm really looking for, instead of reading it up on it, I'm, I want to hear other people's opinions on you know, I want to hear what they got to say about the PS5. I want to hear them what they got to say about the Xbox series. And I want to hear their opinions on, on games that are coming out, what they think of it and stuff like that. Well, being that I'm not so familiar with this. Uh, okay. I guess it'd be interesting when it end. It, I guess it's making a comeback. You said I'll check it out. And like you, it seems like a lot of people got their break from it. So. If it's helping, if it was helping people out, hopefully it can continue to help new people out that's trying to get put on, and you can keep it moving. <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh, uh, that's stuff like that is good because the the new people coming up, it gives them an outlet and it gives them a chance to showcase what they can do. And like you said, if these people got their break and that's the first place you saw them, it's like you want to keep that going. Like, why would you? Uh, stop putting out stuff like that for the people that's trying to get on. Like, there's always new up and coming talent. Give them a chance to shine. Yeah, makes sense but to me. It, it was crazy because when G4 uh, was out, 
um i think it was like somewhere in the 2000s and um you know that's where you know everybody would watch e3 you know e3 would come out they would be on their tvs and they would watch a you know dvr it if they not gonna be home and then all suddenly it 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 died uh, they pulled the plug on 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 the network, and then now it's it. There was no more G4s, and now everybody was finding different ways of watching E3, um, and all of this stuff. And just to hear them even making a comeback is is, is a shock to me because I, I never really never really expected for them to even come back. I thought that shit was just gonna be dead and buried, but no, they, they're making a comeback, and I'm happy and hope to get to see. Um, you know, once this pandemic is all over, to finally see three back on on TV again. Well, that'd be dope. Uh, shout out to E three, <laughs> definitely. Uh, so with that being said, that's all we got. Uh, did you have anything else? That's all I had, man. No, nah, yeah, man. That's all I. Had. That's I know we. Had, I know we had some doom and gloom in the middle of the at the end of the show, but it's okay. Uh, we're gonna end off in a positive note. So. Isaac, uh, before we get up out of here, tell the people where they can find us and you. You can find the podcast on Facebook and Twitter at Real Talk B2B. That's at Real Talk B2B. You can find me on Facebook, Isaac Matos. You can find me on Instagram, Isaac underscore Matos 83. And you can find me on Twitter at Isaac M 1983. Yes, he was born in 83. He's old. And you can find me, RJD, on R- on Instagram, RJD199, Facebook, Sean Davis. And if you want to see me get shot in Red Dead, the gaming channel is RJD TV on Facebook. So Or oh, die in any game. Apparently, he just loves to die. Shut up, Isaac. Anyway, so... <laughs> check that out i will i have suspended streaming for last week because i had a lot going on but i will be resuming streaming tomorrow because there is no nfl because i'm not watching the pro bowl so with that being said this has been hashtag we'll talk back to basics and we are out